and welcome to another episode of the Awesome in Seattle podcast. Now today, this is a very, very special episode. This is actually our 100th episode ever of the Awesome in Seattle podcast. Thank you everyone for listening, giving us feedback, giving us tips, giving us uh, some love. We appreciate all of it. My name is Christian Awesome. I'm the founder of the Awesome and Awesome group at Wilson Realty. I'm joined today by my awesome co-hosts to my left on YouTube. Maybe it's really not on your left, my left on YouTube. I have Joanna Beecher. Hello. And on my right, I have Melanie Gadami. Hello. All right. So like I said, this is our 100th episode ever. Every other Thursday, like clockwork, we release a new episode, which means we've been doing this for over four years at this point. Kind of crazy. In honor of this, we are going to list 100 of Seattle's top things. Now, these can be history, these can be current things, these could be places. We're going to go over things like best breweries, best parks. We're going to talk about some of the most famous people, all sorts of things. So let's get started. Let's jump right in. I'm going to start because I really want to talk about breweries. Uh, Seattle has 150 plus breweries to choose from, which is crazy. We were listed at one point as the top craft brew city in the nation. We got beat out by Chicago recently. I don't really care who's first on that one. We have a lot to choose from. Here are my personal top 10 favorites. So first up, we have Stoop Brewing. We do a ton of our beers and home buying classes at Stoop. They have a location both in Ballard and in Kenmore. Ballard doesn't have food there, but they always have a food truck out front. Kenmore, they do have food, which is great. They also have a lot of outdoor seating at both venues. The next up is we're switching over to North Beacon Hill. This is Perihelion Brewing. When they came to North Beacon Hill, it really helped change the vibe, which it was kind of meh before. It's a very technical term. Yeah. And it really helped to bump it up and make people excited to, to attend. It's right across the street from the light rail station, which is awesome. Next up, number three, Fremont Brewing. Clearly, this is in Fremont. They are awesome. If you haven't had their beer, I don't know where you've been because it's everywhere, including on Alaska Airlines flights. Yes. Nice. Next up, Rubens. Rubens is also in Ballard. They are amazing. That's my favorite. Um, I, I agree. I have been drinking their summer IPAs mm-hmm. pretty much nonstop because it's starting to be summer out. Yeah. Next up, we have Pike Brewing. They're located just out of the Pike Place Market. They are one of the first craft breweries in the nation, let alone in Seattle. Their history is insane. It's an awesome place to go to, and their beer is delicious. Sixth, we got Georgetown Brewing. They're famous for Manny's, Bodhisattva, Lucille. They have great beer. It's also everywhere. Optimism Brewing, number seven. What sets Optimism Brewing up, or I guess apart from everyone else, is that they have a big commitment to promoting optimism, which is cool. They do this by donating a generous percentage of profits to charity each year. Number eight, we got Cloudburst. Cloudburst is an old ballard. It's also amazing. They always are trying new things. Similar to Ravenna Brewing, which is kind of in the same vein as Cloudburst. They also have delicious beers. That's in Ravenna, clearly. Last up, but not least, Old Stove Brewing. They are also in Pike Place Market. They have the combo of amazing views, amazing beer, and amazing food. It's really hard to beat. They have one more location now. Oh, really? That is um, near Pacific University, mm. I believe. Okay. That's what that university is called. Yeah. Or, sorry, Seattle Pacific. Yeah, Seattle Pacific. That's yeah. what it is, yeah. SPU. Yes. Cool. Anyway. All right, Mel, you have a top 10 list of famous people. Yes. Go for it. All right, let's name them off. 
Most of them I'm pr- sure you've probably heard of, starting with Jimi Hendrix, <laughs> yes. who is or was a American guitarist. Born and raised in Seattle. Yes, born and raised in Seattle, Washington. We have Kurt Cobain, mm-hmm. who I'm sure everyone's heard of. He was the vocalist and guitarist for Nirvana. Chris Pratt, who is American actor. He's acted in movies such as The Guardian of the Galaxies and maybe Parks and Recs. Jeff Bezos, who is the founder of Amazon. We have you may Bill- have heard of that company before. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have Bill Gates, who comes in at number six, but the ranking doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> we have Sir Mix-a-Lot, mm-hmm. who... Baby Got Back. <laughs> That's his song. It's, it's good. It's his most famous yeah. song. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. okay. So um, Anna Ferris, who mm-hmm. is an actress. We have Macklemore, who's a... A rapper, Kenny G, who's a saxophonist. My mom loves Kenny G. And Quincy Jones, who's a record producer. All right, so let's go to movies that are based or filmed here. Here are my favorite movies that have been filmed in Seattle, because there's many more, but I like these. So Sleepless in Seattle, it's in the name. Yeah. There it is. It's a great movie. Fear. With Mark Wahlberg and Reese Witherspoon, huh? Mm. 90s. That was a good one. I loved this one with Rebecca De Mornay, The Hand That Rocks the Cradle. Mm. That was also where Julianne Moore got her start in movies, Ooh, by the way. Did not know that. Yeah. Oddly enough, it's a very kind of weird, dark thriller movie, and I watched that over and over again growing up. So, loved it. Meanwhile, but, I watched Billy Madison. Yeah. I did yeah. watch that, too. <laughs> I'm very well-rounded, okay? Yeah. The next one, and one of my absolute all-time favorite movies, is Singles. Very much based and written around Seattle and the grunge band movement, and it's hilarious. I highly recommend. Another piece of that information is that Eddie Vedder and totally blanking on his guitarist's name from Pearl Jam, but they're both actually in the movie as well, as Bridget Fonda and Matt Dillon and things like that, and other people that you know. Say anything. Well, I hope a lot of people know this one, but you know, the holding the boombox above your head moment and Peter Gabriel's in your eyes song featured in that wonderful, wonderful movie. Harry and the Hendersons. Yes. That one was a classic. So good. Mad love drew Barrymore and forgetting the actor's name, but it was really good too. It was when she was like super cute with her short hair and her like little pixie ringlet cut. And before she was in every Adam Sandler movie. Yes, it was right before that, and she was so cool. I wanted to be her in that movie. The Ring, you know, terrifying movie yep. that was filmed here. Ten Things I Hate About You Yeah, okay. another big one. That was the a fun one. The paintball scene at Gasworks Park. Oh, yeah, that's right, mm-hmm. which always happens, right? Duh. <laughs> that's what we're known for. <laughs> and then one I haven't seen, and I'm sorry to say that I haven't because it has amazing actors in it, and it's supposed to be great, is The Fabulous Baker Boys. I also have not seen that. I'm going to see that. All right. So I have three young kids, and I've been to a ton of parks. So I want to go over my top 10 parks in Seattle. Number one, Green Lake. Hmm. I'm not really going to comment on most of these because it's pretty obvious if you know them. Yeah. And number two, Golden Gardens. You can have bonfires there. It's awesome. Amazing. Yes. Number three, Cary Park. You can't beat the view. Anytime they have a sports game in Seattle... They have a shot from Cary Park, especially in the playoffs. Every movie, if they say it's in Seattle, always a shot from Cary yeah. Park. Cohen Park, which is not very well known. It's in Ravenna, and it actually connects 
to Ravenna Park, and there's like this cool walk in this valley. And if it's ever like 90 or 100 degrees, go on that little walk because it is nice and cool. It's probably like 30 degrees cooler on that walk. It's really cool. Number four, Gasworks Park. We just talked about it. Yeah. You can always paintball there, right? <laughs> always. No, no, you cannot. <laughs> but in 10 Things I Hate About You, you can. Yeah. Number six, Washington Park Arboretum. The Arboretum, also, if you ever want to cool down on a hot day, it's also just beautiful. Beautiful. Gorgeous. Yeah. You feel like you're not in the city when you're at the Arboretum. Number seven, North Acres Park, because they have an awesome spray park for kids. So really cool water park type thing. Water shooting up from the ground, spraying from all over different places. It's great for kids. That's on like 125th, uh, just off of I-5, on the west of I-5. Next up, Magnuson Park. It's massive. It actually used to be a Navy base. Maybe it was Air Force. I think it was Navy. Anyway, they still have these big giant hangars there that they have now repurposed into community spaces. It's a great park to go to. It's There's massive. a brewery there. There's a Yep, Magnuson <laughs> Brewery is also there. Next up, Volunteer Park. And last but not least, Discovery Park. Oof. These are my top 10. If you want to tell me yours, feel free to comment. All right, let's go to bands. Top 10 bands according to Joanna. Well, number one is Nirvana. Yep. Love that one. Alice in Chains, mm. huge. All of these are very much featured in the movie singles, by the way. <laughs> Pearl Jam, which was my favorite growing up. Heart, oh, still a favorite. I almost um, sold the house that members of heart lived in what yeah that's amazing yes it I, was oof. a very unique house i would imagine yeah. so yeah yeah but also cool wonderful artists there modest mouse foo fighters mm -hmm. dave matthews band which mm -hmm. wasn't technically started in seattle I but know. he lives here and has lived here forever so yes. we're gonna take him as ours now yeah. brandy carlisle who also makes great wine yes fyi you have told so. me Yes. Death Cab for Cutie mm -hmm. and The Head and the Heart. Good list. It's a great list. Very yeah. Good list. And there's obviously a there's lot like more. 10 billion like more. so many more, but yes. those are my Those are favorites. your top 10. Yeah. All right. Mel, I know you are a massive influencer on Instagram. I am. Check my page out. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me your top <laughs> She's 10 always doing influencer those. things to do in <laughs> oh Seattle. My God. Yeah, uh, you came to the right gal. So, <laughs> number one, Pike Place Market. Yep. Gum wall, you're licking it. I get it. Oh, gross. <laughs> yes, yes. So gross. Pop, also known as the Museum of Pop Culture. Mm -hmm. Olympic Sculpture Park. The Great Wheel. Fremont mm -hmm. Troll. Yes. Discovery Park. You're stealing from me now. I see how it yes. is. It's a good park. It's you can't park. go wrong. It it's is. beautiful. Waterfall Garden. Ooh. The Pink Wall at Pike Place. The Nest Rooftop. Mm -hmm. That's the hotel with yes. the rooftop bar. Yeah, exactly. It's cool. really cool. And the Space Needle. They just paint no. back to white. It, used to, it was orange oh. in honor they of its did? initial build, and now it's back to white. All right, so I am born and raised in Seattle. I am also a big sports fan, and I'm going to go over the greatest sports moments in history, in my opinion. Some of these I have attended. Some of these I have not. Some of these I didn't even learn about until I did a bunch of research on this. First up, we have the double, and that is Edgar Martinez in 1995, saving baseball in Seattle, hit a double, scored Ken Griffey Jr. from first base to beat the Yankees. They were about to move to Tampa Bay, and this playoff run actually saved baseball and helped them get funding for what was Safeco Field, now T-Mobile Park. Wow. It's kind of a big deal. 
Number two, Seattle Seahawks 2014 Super Bowl win over the Broncos. We won 43-8. to eight. We were actually the underdogs in that, just so you remember. Wow. Number three, the Sounders winning the CONCACAF Championship League in 2022. So they were the first ever MLS team to ever win it. The fan support actually during that Champions League final series here in Seattle is a giant factor as to why we are now one of the 16 worldwide host cities to host the 2026 World Cup. Number four, the Sonics beating the Utah Jazz in game seven of the 96 Western Conference Finals. They had lost in the first round the last two years. This was a big deal, finally got over that kind of proverbial hump that they could not get past. Number five, 1991 UW Huskies National Championship. That's where we beat Michigan in the Rose Bowl. Some say we have to share that championship with Miami. I disagree. We are number one. Number six, King Felix's perfect game versus Tampa Bay in 2012. Number seven, 2015 NFC Championship game where the Seahawks came back to beat Green Bay in the largest championship game comeback in history with Jermaine Curse catching an amazing touchdown pass from Russell Wilson to seal the game. Number eight, this one I had never heard of. But this is crazy, and once I learned about it, I was like, that has to make my list, even though I had never heard about it. In 1936, the University of Washington Huskies men's crew team won a gold medal at the Olympics in Berlin, Germany, defeating Italy and Germany. They were named the boys in the boat. Amazing. I had no clue that this yeah. ever happened. Yeah. Isn't there a Me book too. about that? I, yes. I think or? there's a movie about it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. Which clearly Very we cool. need to watch. Apparently so. Yeah. <laughs> Number nine, even if you're not a sports fan, if you were in Seattle, you probably, even if you weren't, you probably heard of this. And this is the Beast Quake. This was when in 2011, a playoff game versus the Saints, Marshawn Lynch ran 67-yard touchdown run with three minutes and 22 seconds remaining to put us ahead. And the roar of the CenturyLink field crowd actually registered as an earthquake on the monitoring systems near the stadium. Wow. That's why it's called earthquake. Wow. Oh Isn't that cool? That's huge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And number 10, the most recent thing on this list, the Kraken's 2023 playoff run. It and this is, amazing. it was amazing. And it made Seattle, I believe, a hockey town. 100%. Because we were kind of like, yeah, NHL's cool, hockey's fun, but I don't think we were quite there yet. And now I really feel like we are a true hockey town. 100%. The, the Queen Anne Brew House was always, oh or beer hall, yeah, was beer hall was in every bar I went to to watch yes. it. It made me actually purchase a way to watch it at my house, which wow. the last time I did that was when I was into the Red Sox. And uh, that was a long time ago. I won't hold that against you. You better yeah, not. <laughs> All right. So as agents, real estate agents, we are constantly meeting clients out and about in different areas in the city. One of the types of businesses that we really frequent often are coffee shops. Mm -hmm. Joanna, what are your top 10 coffee shops in Seattle? Okay. I'm going to be honest. I haven't been to some of these, but now they're on my list because I want to go to them. So Herkimer Coffee mm -hmm. is Delicious. one. Yes. Zoka Coffee Roaster mm -hmm. and Tea Company. Mm -hmm. Also good. Cafe Allegro's you can find in several mm -hmm. areas around Seattle, but that's because they're very good. And the same goes for Cafe Ladros. Those are a Seattle staple. Yes. Fuel Coffee is one of my faves. That's You will definitely find those up in Capitol Hill. And also one uh, in Wallingford. Oh, yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm. Wonderful place to grab coffee. Elm Coffee Roasters 
is another one. Sound and Fog is in West Seattle, and I hear wonderful, wonderful things about that. I know it's not just a coffee shop. You can also do beer and wine, I believe, and some food. Isn't that like if you can't just be a coffee shop? No, but it sounds great. I hear wonderful (laughs) things, and it's on my list. Empire Roasters and Records, Mm. so cool. That you can find in Columbia City. Cool. Black Coffee Northwest is up in Shoreline. And then Cafe Appassionato is in Magnolia. And I have frequented that place a lot. And they know my dogs because when you go through their drive-thru, they make sure to give all the fur babies something special too. All right. So Seattle's known for many things. Many of them are food and drink related. Mel, what are your top 10 Seattle foods that we are known for? So I'm also a foodie. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> big <laughs> time. Along with the Instagram. All over your Instagram are all your foodie pics. <laughs> yes, exactly. So number one being Pike Place Chowder. It's burgers, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. a staple. Yep. We got Starbucks coffee because, well, it's, you know. Starbucks. The big one around here. Starbucks, <laughs> <Yep. yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Molly Moon's ice cream. Mm-hmm. Sushi. Yeah. It's generic, but we have good sushi. That's because we have 75% of the seafood that comes into the U.S. comes through our, our uh, port. Ports. Brands chocolate. Mm. Poroshki, Poroshki. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should go try it if you haven't. Oysters. Delicious. Really good seafood here. Mm-hmm. Seattle dogs. I had my mm-hmm. son try one this weekend for yeah. the very first time. Oh, Seattle really? Yeah. How'd it go? Yeah. He loved it. Great. Oh, yeah. 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 He's a true Seattleite. Good. Did it have cream cheese? Yes. That's has how you to. Has to. Also, that's, yeah. that's the staple. No, of the I know, it has but it, to. there's weirdos around here. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> then they're just having hot dogs yeah. if it doesn't have cream cheese <laughs> on it. <laughs> I know. And then Seattle's Best Coffee, which was my first job ever. Aww. Aww. I know. All right. So last but not least, our last top 10 list. This is real estate related. So I'm going to talk about the most famous houses slash buildings in Seattle. And this is my opinion only. <laughs> Number one, the Space Needle, obviously. It's a Seattle icon. The Smith Tower. It was the tallest building this side of the Mississippi for a long, long time. Number three, Bill Gates' house. It's massive. It's kind of hidden, but it, everyone knows it. Number four, that crazy-looking neon house on the side mm-hmm. of I-5, which I think we're actually going to do a podcast episode all about it because everyone wonders what the heck it is. Yes. That's right on Capitol Hill, East Lake. Very odd. Mm, We're going to dig into dig into figuring out what that is. Number five, Columbia Tower is the, I think it's still the tallest building in Seattle. There's a cool Columbia Tower Club at the top that you can go to. And they actually have a coffee shop up there. If you want to just go up to the top, you can order coffee. And it's kind of cool. Number six, the Sleepless in Seattle houseboat. It is a real house. It is a Where real is houseboat. That? So I, I believe it's in the kind of... Roanoke, I guess, is where it is. Across from the Seattle Yacht Club, kind of near uh, UW. Okay. I believe that's where it is. I could be wrong. Uh, the Escala Condos. And I say this because this is where Fifty Shades of Grey was set. That Christian Grey lived in the top floor of that in the penthouse. Mm-hmm. In the Escala. Edith Macefield's house, which is this little <gasps> tiny house that's kind of half still standing. And it's the inspiration for the movie Up. There's a developer that built literally all around it on all three sides. In Ballard? In Ballard, mm-hmm. yeah. I, yeah, I pass that every time I go to the PCC. Yep. And it just is a little heartbreaking house. Yeah. They, it's some been people sold put numerous times. The yeah. balloons on people it. Put balloons on mm-hmm. it. It's pretty cool. Number nine, Pike Place Market. 
clearly. Everyone knows what that is. It's pretty important. And number 10, the Montlake Spite House. Have you guys heard of this? No. There's this funny-looking pie-shaped house that was built because of a divorce. Husband and wife were fighting. Someone said, I get the house. And they were building it, I think. And they built it in the tiniest, craziest shape ever just to spite their ex-lover. How old is it? <laughs> it's probably from the 40s or 50s, I believe. It's pretty oh, old. Wow. Yeah. They had that much spite back then? Back then, they still had spite. <laughs> so that's it. That is our 100 top Seattle things. I wanted to thank personally all the other co-hosts that I've had over the last four years. You guys helped to make this podcast what it is. So thank you for your contribution. Thank you everyone for listening. If you ever have ideas for our podcast, feel free to reach out and let us know. As always, we are real estate agents in the Seattle area. If you ever want to chat with us, we know a lot about Seattle. We would love to help you. We don't only work in Seattle, although we have to focus on something. We don't only work in Seattle. We're kind of all over the place from Seattle to up north to down south to the east side. If you are interested in chatting with us because you like us and you like our personality and you think we know what we're talking about, then you can sign up for a strategy session with us. It's a 30-minute Zoom call. It's totally free. There's no obligation. You can go right to our website, awesomenawesome.com slash schedule. And that's it. Hope you enjoyed this. If you did, please give it a like on your favorite podcast player and uh, and share it with your friends. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you in two weeks. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.